Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this Inc. Insights HCI podcast episode, I explore the recent Inc. video, the leadership breakthrough that helped Kendra Scott's company through dark times. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As part of our Inc. Insights podcast series, today I'll be exploring the recent Inc. video, the leadership breakthrough that helped Kendra Scott's company through dark times. When the 2008 financial crisis hit, Kendra Scott found her business network crumbling. One revelation showed her that transparency was key to helping her team build resilience. And for those of you who may not be aware of who Kendra Scott is, she is an American fashion designer. She is the chairman, CEO, and lead designer of Kendra Scott LLC. In 2017, she was named Ernst & Young's National Entrepreneur of the Year and has created a multi-billion dollar company. Thank you for joining me and I'll catch you on the flip side of this first I'm very self-aware and I'm very critical of myself. So I think for me as I, you know, running this company, I was never in a place where I was like, I knew all the answers. Our line of credit had been pulled. I was a single mom with two young boys. They were one and three when I got divorced. It was, you know, so hard. I was barely able to, you know, provide for them. We had a wholesale business and we were kind of, we were growing, but not really growing. We were paying our bills barely. And I was so scared. I would wake up every single morning terrified of having to go in and put on a face to, you know, we only had a small crew of seven people, but I had to be the one that had to kind of like, yeah, everything's great. And then I'd go into my office and I was just, my stomach would be in knots and tears would be welling up in my eyes. And I remember just thinking, am I lying to these people by telling them everything's okay? Because I don't know if everything is going to be okay. I think it's excellent that she recognized within herself uh, that she didn't have all the answers and that she understood uh, her own vulnerability as it related to her company and the challenge that she faced. And I appreciate her sharing this story in a vulnerable way that she can admit to uh, how difficult that was as a single mom going in and trying at the time a, a, a small business in the face of a recession, um, trying to deal with all of those challenges and not having the answers. And, and I can relate to her feeling like she needs to put on a brave face for her team. She has to make sure that everyone feels uh, motivated and feels like, you know, things aren't so bad, like we can handle this. Um, and that's, I, I can resonate with that. I can understand why that was her approach. And I appreciate her sharing uh, with all of us uh, how 
unsustainable that kind of an approach is over the long term. That that uh, organizational leaders aren't superheroes. They have emotions. They have anxieties and stresses, um, just like all the rest of us. And they hear, they carry a, a very heavy burden on their shoulders each and every day. And I think uh, just her very brief description of that um, hit me really hard about how how difficult that is for leaders to bear that burden. She w- would come into the office, um, put on a brave face, and then go into her office and, and start to feel uh, as though uh, tears welling up and as though she, she might um, sob, overwhelmed by the pressures that she was feeling. So the question then becomes, well, when we feel that way, when we find ourselves um, with that kind of pressure, how do we deal with it? And what's a sustainable approach to being able to deal with the challenges that we face? And this is whether we're talking about in our personal lives, in our home life, um, whether it's talking about us in our own careers, uh, whether or not we lead people. Uh, these are important questions for us to think about. But as leaders in particular, it's really important because we go into the workplace. How are we with our teams? Uh, how are we in terms of our own authenticity and vulnerability with our people? And are we trying to do it all on our own? Are we two-faced? Are we trying to you know, say one thing in front of everyone and then in the back rooms, uh, in our office, we're dealing with different things that nobody else even knows about? I think that's incredibly common, uh, and I understand why leaders do that, because they feel like there's this expectation that they have to have it all figured out, that they have to have all the answers, uh, and that they have to put up a brave front, they have to um, show confidence, and and so they, they, they hide um, all of the, the hard things, and, and they feel insecure about um, letting those things out. I understand that that's kind of a common approach. And that's how many leaders feel like they're expected to act. And frankly, it's how many um, employees uh, actually expect their leaders to to behave. But we can disrupt that. And I really appreciate in, in this brief video and in, in the audio that you're hearing, I appreciate how she very quickly realizes she needs to turn this around to have a more sustainable approach. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership, Ordinary Everyday Actions That Produce Extraordinary Results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. 
and then the recession hits. And the whole world changes, like almost overnight. And you know, I'd come into the office and every morning there would be stores that I had worked with for years shuttering, uh, buyers that I had worked with in the department stores getting laid off. And it was every day, it was just one sad disappointment after another. And you know, thinking about like, how am I gonna tell my team what's going on? And we had all of our eggs in this one basket. And I knew that if we continued down this road, we were going to lose our business too. And I'll, you know, I'll never forget that morning before going in and talking to our team to say, this is where we're at and it's really bad. And I think realizing like we have to do something different. And once I was able to say to them, I'm not sure if this is gonna work. And I'm not sure that we're all gonna have a job tomorrow. But if you're willing to hold hands with me and we try something, we try to do something different and we might lose trying to do it that way, but we also might win. Things were already difficult for her and the business, and then the recession hits, and then things get really bad. And as hard as that was, I think that was a great opportunity because it woke her up to the fact that she can't continue doing it all on her own. She can't bear the weight uh, of all of this on her own. And so finally, she realized this was so bad, I need to meet with my people, I need to have an open, transparent, vulnerable discussion with them, explain the situation in terms that they will understand, and then rally uh, the troops, so to speak, that together we can address these challenges. Together we can come up with solutions. Together we can bear the weight. She finally came to that realization, and it, it probably took her longer than it needed to, uh, but I can't fault her for that because that's, again, how many how so many leaders experience think that they're expected to behave. And uh, she obviously, she turned around this failing business into a multi-billion dollar business uh, in the matter of a decade. Uh, and she did it through transparency, openness, and vulnerability, and sharing the power, sharing uh, the burden, sharing and, and doing it hand in hand with her team, understanding that together they were going to figure this out. They were going to either figure it out or, you know, there was no certainty about anything. Uh, the business might fail. Their jobs might be gone. Uh, there's no way to know. And nobody's guaranteed or entitled to their position that they're going to have to fight for the business. Together, they knew that they all had to do that. And, and they did it. They rose to the challenge. Together, they were able to uh, come up with solutions. They were able to create new accounts. They were able to do what needed to be done in order for the uh, the company to grow and to thrive, even amidst a recession. And, and coming out of the recession, uh, things boomed even more. None of that would have happened if she would have continued to carry all of the burden herself. None of that would have happened if she would have continued to put on her brave face, say everything was fine, and then go into her office uh, on her own and just feel overwhelmed by the weight of all of it. Nobody would have known how bad things were until the day came where she said, you know, I have to lay people off or we're going out of business, we're bankrupt. And we might think that we're protecting our people by shielding them from the hard things. But what's what's better? Like shielding them in the short term from the hard things and they don't have the connection to it. They don't have the opportunity to share their own collective wisdom and uh, creativity to find solutions. 
and you shield them in the short run, but in the long run, they end up losing their job or the, the company ends up folding. That's not better for anybody. So we need to get outside of our own insecurities as leaders. We need to be vulnerable and we need to be transparent and communicate more openly with them, not just the good things, but also the hard things and have those very real, sometimes difficult conversations so that we can figure out what to do to move forward together. And I think what, what was magical at that point is that then I wasn't doing it alone anymore. And I realized I didn't have to put on the smile every day. And I could come in and be in tears and say, oh my God, how are we gonna pay rent this month? I had a team of people that we were figuring out and solving problems together. And that was a huge moment that as a single person, you can only do so much. But when you hold hands with other amazing people, you can be unstoppable. She realized that she could do it together, hold hands with her employees, share the burden, have joint ownership in the solutions, develop uh, creative solutions based on the collective genius of the entire team, recognizing that one single person can't do it all on their own no matter how capable they are, especially when things are very difficult, especially when you're hitting a recession, especially when uh, your clients are falling by the wayside and you need to figure out new creative ways to diversify your revenue stream and to really add value in the marketplace. You need creativity. You need innovative ideas. You need innovative solutions. And you can't do that all on your own. You need people around you, good people who can share that burden. That's what she learned. That's what she realized. She was able to turn things around and collectively they were able to do it. So the gene magic of it all wasn't that she was able to come up with the solution all on her own. It was simply that she was able to be vulnerable enough to be transparent, share the burden, and then work on the solutions together. I hope you've enjoyed this brief uh, clip, these brief clips and uh, her insights and her story as well as some of um, what I've shared with you today. As always, I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.